Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash recommend today. eBay Motors is here for the ride. Remember when you first saw the potential? And then through some elbow grease, fresh installs, and a whole lot of love, you transformed 100,000 miles and a body full of rust into a drive that's all your own. Look to your left. Look to your right. It's official. No one's got a ride like this. There's nothing else that sounds like, feels like, or looks like the set of wheels in your garage. With over 122 million parts, you can make sure your number one ride or die stays running smoothly, so there's no limit to how far you can take it. Brake kits, turbochargers, engines, exhaust kits, roof racks, LED headlights, bumpers, whatever your baby needs, eBay Motors has it. And with eBay Guaranteed Fit, it's guaranteed to fit your ride the first time, every time, or your money back. Plus at these prices, well, you're burning rubber, not cash. Keep your ride or die alive at ebaymotors.com. Eligible items only. Exclusions apply. It's time to take command with former NFL tight end Logan Paulson and former Commander's beat reporter Craig Hoffman. Take Command podcast from Odyssey Sports. That is Logan Paulson. I am Craig Hoffman. And Logan, we got a game to preview. Hey. Well, we do, man. Who would have thought? Felt like it was never going to come, but here we are, you know? So Here exciting. we are. And uh, for those that uh, missed the announcement on social media, first, a bit of housekeeping. The Take Command pregame show returns this Sunday, and it is going to be live on the road for the first time, uh, and that will be our new home for the season at TAP sports bar at mgm national harbor so you can come hang out with me and logan and actually people really logan could come for, hang out for like the first hour of the show on the way to the game it's really not that far from fedex yeah. field which is a good thing for us because we are both going to fedex field after we get done <laughs> with said broadcast i didn't know that what are you doing over there are you doing something over there I just want to go, man. Like, oh, I, I mean, you. you know, not to not to get too deep into the preview before we're done with the housekeeping, but like the biggest storyline on Sunday is the fact that this is a sellout. And like yeah. the story in no matter what happens on the field is this is the first game of the Josh Harris era, uh, yeah. the Josh Harris, uh, you know, Mitchell Rails, Magic Johnson era, which feels relevant as I know you sat down with Magic a little earlier yeah. today. People <laughs> that can, was a trip. <laughs> yeah, people can check that out on uh, on Command Center when, when that goes out on YouTube. So, um, you know, Maybe we'll do actually. Let's do take five on that today. You're sitting down <laughs> with magic, yeah. um, so we'll do that uh, after after this. But um, like the story to me on Sunday is is the crowd and like what it's going to be like and the enthusiasm yeah. and the first sellout. So yeah, I'm going. I'm going because I want to be there because that's where the story nice. is. That's where the event is. That's cool. Yeah, no, I got you. And I'll be there because I'm doing post game show after, and then we'll be doing our. I think we're doing a podcast afterwards, right? So right, a lot of talking so, about this game. Yes. Day. So I'll while while you do your uh, your podcast or not your podcast, your post game for the team uh, in the immediate aftermath of the game, I will be trying to navigate the traffic out of FedEx say. Field and you get home. And hopefully, <laughs> I will be home and ready to go by the time that you uh, you finish up, and then we can we can do ours. Which, by the way, we should mention uh, to finish up the housekeeping here. 
everything's going to be streamed live. Um, not yeah. just uh, the pregame, which obviously is live on the radio on the Team 980 and 106.7 The Fan. The simulcast is back. But we will be streaming on both YouTube channels. Um, I'm working on getting us streaming on Facebook too. So um, Twitter, like we're going to be everywhere. If you can stream video somewhere, basically we'll be there. Um, a Twitch coming eventually as well. But um, yeah, like we're pretty pumped about that. And then, you know, last year what we do, Logan, is you and I would uh, get together post-game and, and do a pod pretty quickly. And uh, our producer, Nick, did a phenomenal job of turning that around incredibly quickly and getting it out. This year, we're not even going to wait. We're just going to say, hey, screw it. Come on, watch <laughs> us live. Uh, the post-game pod, you can obviously, you can consume it as a podcast, as you always do. It'll be out uh, first thing Monday morning and yada, yada, yada. But if you want to watch us live post-game, um, probably like an hour, hour and a half after the game, depending on you know what kind of what our game day schedules are uh we will be live so that is why you should subscribe uh to 1067 the fans youtube page and the team 980s youtube page when one of the channels you're subscribed to goes live you get an alert on your phone uh, so you'll know exactly when we go live as long as you have the youtube app installed bada bing bada bam and whether you watch us on your phone your tablet uh, your smart tv i think is probably the easiest way get it nice and nice and big we're just projected on people's walls in the living room logan uh so you can check that out on your favorite streaming platform. Okay, uh, with the housekeeping done and out of the way, we got a game to talk about. Yeah, let's um, talk about it. It is a game against the Arizona Cardinals, which is going to be the easiest game on any team's schedule, theoretically, all year long, any team yep. that's facing Arizona. That said, it's the NFL. These are pros. Uh, when you look at the Cardinals' offense and this commander's defense, which has incredibly high hopes, like, what do you think you're going to see in, in year one with a whole new scheme? And, you know, we obviously know Jonathan Gannon is probably going to do some similar stuff to what he did in Philadelphia defensively. But what do we think this offense looks like with, by the way, a quarterback who got no reps, no matter who it is, got basically no first team reps all spring and summer long? Yeah, I think this is going to be really interesting. And so let's just talk about high level, like what kind of offense do I think they're going to be running? And I think when you look at the offensive coordinator, Drew Petzing, he is a guy that comes directly from Cleveland. He was the quarterback coach there. He's now the OC here. And when you look at Cleveland, I think they are a very kind of very in the mold of what I would call like a Kyle Shanahan offense. And, and that's I'm using that as kind of a colloquial term for this offense that is heavy play action, heavy rushing attack. Um, they do have some kind of innovative stuff they do from a, from a drop back passing standpoint, but they, in a perfect world, they wouldn't want to live in it. And I think when you look at the way that the Arizona roster is constructed, I think it fits that mold. And when you look at the preseason game, um, you know, the, I was able to watch the first preseason game and some of the second, I think you see flavors of that already. So what some flavors that kind of to be aware of is you're going to see multiple different personnel groupings. You're going to see 22, you're going to see 13, you're going to see, 11 you're going to see all of these different kind of allocations of, of personnel and um, I do think when you look historically at this commander's defense they I don't say they've struggled but they haven't played well against that Cleveland rushing attack you know and it's we've talked about this a little bit before um, they do and I, this might be a Callahan thing so it'll be really interesting to see if the run game coordinator carries some of these concepts over but like they run a lot of what I what I call bounce or big bounce or like out, it's basically outside zone where like, let's say I've got a three technique. I'm playing over the outside shoulder of the guard. I'm going to get a down block from the tackle. And then that guard is going to pull and run to the perimeter as kind of like a fullback, so to speak. And so, it's, so it's a little bit of a, a twist on like a pin pull concept. 
a little bit of a twist on a pin pull concept and just taking people, it inside a lot of times pin pull is like you know you have your your receiver come down from the slot or a tight end kind of do that pin but yeah. it's kind of taking that same like you know and like a cousin you know call it a second cousin sure. of like a trap play where you're right. you're kind of using some of the defense's aggression and and what they're trying to do against them yes yeah, so like in a true outside zone i would be you know if i'm let's say i'm the tight end let's just take that i'm working whoa, six what a, whoa hey, whoa you everyone calm down everyone calm down why would you um, do that <laughs> and so and i'm working a combination on a six I can work an outside zone combination where I'm taking the outside half, the tackle stick, and the inside half, and we're working the linebacker. Sometimes it's cleaner just for me to block down on the six and the tackle to pull around. We're going to the same guys, but it just changes the front. And so what I will say when you look at Cleveland, and I think you know fans will remember in the first Cleveland game, they had that really long run to Elijah Moore. Does that sound correct? Elijah Moore, um, it was like a 30-yard gain. That sounds right. We're going to go with that until Craig figures, sure. until Craig figures it out. But I, my, so, I've, I've already flushed the Browns preseason depth chart from my memory, but right. I'll, uh, I'll look it up real quick. So they, you know, they, they run a pin, a pull, and they pull, you know, the front side guard, and the back side guard, or they'll pull the front side guard, the center, and maybe even the backside tackle. And what that does, I think that's really challenging, is it adds gaps to the front side of the run in a run game, in the run game, which can be really challenging for guys to fit. So when you look at the first preseason game, you know, Cody Barton misfits that run. When you look at the preseason game last year, Nick Chubb has a huge run. I want to say it's like the 15th play of the game on a scheme that we're describing, right? And again, it's it's not like this is like a really crazy novel scheme, but you just don't see a lot of people running it this way anymore, right? And so I think that's something that, again, I would kind of be aware of. Also, a big feature of that offense is the quarterback has to be really smart in terms of you know which direction do we want the run to go. Because when you're running these pin-pull schemes, you want to run them into very specific looks. You don't want to run them into just kind of generic, oh, like whatever the defense is lined up. And we're trying to attack spacing in the defense to give our guys the best uh, opportunity to succeed. So when I look at Drew Petzing, I think they didn't show a lot in the preseason. They showed a lot of kind of your traditional, hey, running inside zone with a fullback. We're running a little bit of outside zone. We're running power, running counter. Like those, to me, are like the most basic runs you're going to see. I think they've probably got something in the bag, and I'm sure Petzing watched the first preseason game. I'm sure he's watching that game from week 17 last year and saying, what hurt them? And I'm sure Jack is doing the same thing. So, But I would say like just as like a high-level thing, those kind of unique rushes, the runs, the gap schemes, the counters, all that kind of stuff, just be aware of that as a fan when you're watching. Because, again, like this team – um, is very, very talented, but it does challenge some of your rules in terms of how you're fitting stuff. So I think just kind of be aware of that. Also, heavy play action, heavy play action, heavy keeper. So keeper is a little bit different than play action for me. Play action is when I sell the run, but I'm kind of setting up behind the offensive line in a pocket, right? They do that mm -hmm. quite a bit, and that's where in the game last year you saw a couple explosive plays happen on that, specifically the last touchdown where, you know, Cam and Forrest, or Cam's not even playing, but Forrest doesn't rotate on the crosser and ends up being a touchdown. Um, I think, um, I don't remember who the touchdown was. It doesn't matter. So, but that's a big part. And then also keeper where I'm selling the run, but I'm vacating the pocket away from the direction of the run where the quarterback becomes a runner and then usually has a three-level throw in front of him. And so thing I want to call attention to is in both of those situations, the position that's going to be really, really stressed is the linebackers. The linebackers, the nickel, like those guys in that underneath coverage are going to have a, a heavy, heavy challenge in terms of what, where they fit, 
the run, these unusual runs, where they fit in terms of pass concept, and then how they match some of these deeper play action concepts. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance, and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. That's interesting um, because that Cleveland game, obviously, I think we all think of the other side of the ball, but there's some definite frustration because of what happened with Wentz and the poor performance of the offense last year. But um, there were definitely some big plays last year. And you do have to wonder, right, you know, with Petsing being the quarterback's coach, like how much of that run game does translate because Callahan is so in charge of it in Cleveland. Um, Yeah, but, you know, sometimes, you know, like sometimes uh, passing game coordinators are really weird about some of their stuff where they're like, no, sure. I do not want to do the, the running game thing. And, you know, you wind up with a mismatched offense where there's that, that happened here. Um, while Callahan was here, in fact, yeah. uh, multiple times, but, um, that's, that's definitely interesting that the linebackers will be so stressed. Now it's of course worth mentioning that, you know, if John Allen just beats someone inside linebackers, aren't going to get stressed because he's going to be in the yeah. backfield. The, the, the defensive line can always, I don't want to say cover for, but always blow up any individual play and everything else is, is rendered moot. Um, so you certainly want to hope that, that Allen one is healthy and ready to go as he's continuing to battle that plantar fasciitis. We're recording this at a little after noon on Wednesday. So we haven't actually seen the injury report yet, but with Allen battling at plantar fasciitis, you know, can he stay healthy? Can he stay out there? But obviously pain, um, you know, sweat is such a good run player. We'll see, you know, how, how effective those guys can be. But if the linebackers are stressed, like I think that's a nerve wracking thing for commanders fans because Barton did not have the greatest preseason. Um, you know, Jamin was getting up to speed, getting up to speed. It feels like he got there by the end. Uh, but then yeah. also I think it, it matters uh, how the secondary is deployed. Like who's sure. going to be in that, that nickel spot, whether it's Buffalo or, or, you know, regular nickel Sure. Or is Khalid Hudson out there? Like, do they play a little yeah. bit more base? Um, I, I think there's the good news is there op, there's options. The bad news is I don't know that any of them make you go up. Oh, cool. Problem solved. Yeah. And I think the other thing, like when you're talking about like coordinators, you know, like we're kind of projecting what they're going to do. The O-line coach, mm-hmm. by the way, is uh, Clayton Adams. He was in Indianapolis. They don't do as much of that pin pull kind of oddness as they do, but it was because they have Quentin Nelson, you know, they're going to use his skill set as much as they can. They do pull him quite a bit. So it is it is in his background, but not with the same level of detail that it is with Bill Callahan, as an example. Sure. Um, but so I will say that, like, um, you know, one of the things about scheme and translating it is like offensive personnel. Right. And so when you look at Arizona, you say, like you mentioned, Clayton Toon, Josh Dobbs. I, I personally think Josh Dobbs will probably start again. We're recording this on Wednesday. Yeah, you'd have to think, but right. you know, then again, who knows? Who knows? Jonathan Gannon uh, seems he's, to be a bit of a wild card. He's out there. doing, he's doing, he's doing a wacky bit every day of his life. Um, yeah. But so what I would say is that, like, you know, wh- where does this team's strength lie? And then to me, what I'm thinking is like, obviously, we mentioned linebackers are going to struggle, but I, if I'm this coach and I'm a defensive-minded head coach you better believe I'm going to run the heck out of the football, right? And I'm going to make you stop the run. And then that's going to lead to some of this keeper play action stuff. But hopefully the offensive playbook is so restricted by the personnel at the quarterback position. Now, that's not been the report since Josh Dobbs has got there. You know, he's been in Cleveland system now for the entire offseason. He knows the system very well. 
So I would expect there to be maybe not such a steep learning curve, but I would expect it to be a relatively simplistic game plan, you know, as, as far as that goes, which again is going to help the linebackers and the defense and the secondary kind of find their role. And I'm not saying that we think, I don't think either one of us think Arizona is going to win this game, but I do no. think that this is a very, this is a very challenging first game of the year, you know, like in the sense that it's a new staff, new personnel, lots of question marks about what they're going to be. And there's like this existing history of this existing precedent of the schemes that are coming in, giving you problems in the past. So it's like, how much of that are they going to do? Can they do a lot of it? Are we going to over prep the wrong stuff or, you know, are we going to, this is week one though. Yeah. Like you just don't know. But I think also like, you know, for, for most teams, like when you're playing Philly, for example, like if we were playing Philly week one, it's like, we know what they're going to do. They're going to run some RPO. They're going to put the ball in Jalen Hurts' hand. He's going to hurt you as a runner. They're going to be great on fourth down, right? That's who they are. And I think now, not so much. Like, it's a little bit more of a question, again, because you're kind of bringing in different philosophies. I, I told you what I think is going to happen. If I was them, I'd say, let's look at that Cleveland game. What hurt them? Let's run those runs. Let's look at the Cleveland preseason game. What hurt them? Let's run those runs. And then let, let the chips fall where they may kind of thing. And And – Again, like I'm that that would be my approach. I don't know if I'm the smartest OC in the world, but I I know traditionally play action plat, pass hurts this team and that unusual run scheme. So why not lean into that, especially when you're a team who's like kind of undermatched? Is it would be my thought. Yeah, definitely. Um, and by the way, Elijah Moore checks out. Good memory there. Uh, it was an Good, 18 yard you. run. Um, just figure we'd start since we kind of circle back to it. Circle back and confirm <laughs> there. Um, I I think if I'm Jack though, I'm like, all right, go ahead. Um, I, I think the biggest out, thing yeah. for this team is do not give up explosives. Like 100%. if, if 100%. the Arizona Cardinals are going to beat you with five, 15 play drives, then go ahead. Good. Like be our guest. We do not think that you are good enough from a personnel standpoint to do that. And we think we are better from a personnel standpoint. So the, the greater the sample size of plays, the better, the better chance that something wacky isn't going to happen that, you know, eventually it will regress to the mean, if you will. And the average sure. of the two sides here is advantage commander's defense compared to the Cardinals offense. They've got 100%. some good personnel like Marquise Brown, like don't lose him. You want to give up an explosive, let Hollywood let just that. run free. Um, you know, they've, they've got a couple of guys that Michael, that Michael Wilson you. is their third round pick. He's yep. been awesome in the preseason, you know, like a rookie receiver, but there's been a precedent of rookie receivers doing well. I, I think he's, he, I think he can be something good. I don't think he's quite there yet. I, I liked him a lot coming out. He's a good route runner, physical to catch point, big body guy. But again, is he is he a guy that you're scared of? I don't know. Rondell Moore is an interesting one. Again, kind of in that Made from place. that Cleveland option because he's explosive. He runs a four two, but he's not been overly productive coming off an injury last year. The O line to me is kind of interesting because you got DJ Humphreys at left tackle, who's a good player but not a great player. Uh, Elijah Wilkinson at guard, good, not great. Uh, load a fo hold it. I don't even know how to say his name. Fro hold it. I don't. That's my best shot. So good luck okay. to you. Fold it. Fro hold. Where's fold. what I'm gonna go with? Okay. Yeah. He he was the backup to start. They had an injury. He's starting now, right? So Will Hernandez, who was a first former first round pick, really kind of poor career in New York, kind of revitalized last year, and then obviously Paris Johnson, who's the first you know their sixth pick overall in the draft this year. That's Welcome to the NFL, effort. kid. Here's Montez Sweat. And I will say this about him, as I think Paris Johnson is going to be an excellent pro, but I do think he has a hard time with good power rushers, and Montez Sweat is an excellent power yeah. rusher with excellent well, length. And Actually, Montez has been lining up, I feel like, more over left tackle. 
Um, in training camp, he's been on the right side more, you know, um, okay, because his, his matchup's been Wiley and Chase has been on the, the left. Yeah, left no, no, that's right. More. That's right. Yeah, you guys got to switch it. Offense, defensive, right, all yeah. that kind of stuff. But I, like, I you was know, he I, close to us? Was he away from us? It's been two and a half weeks, Logan. It's yeah. too much time. It's too much time. So I, but I do think that, again, I think that group is going to be better than the sum of its parts, but like you're going up against, you know, Allen, Payne, Sweat. Right. Maybe Chase, but even if like James or whoever is playing, like that's going to be a matchup that favors this that favors the Commanders 100. percent And especially if a rookie quarterback starting, like that dude holds the ball forever. You know what I mean? Like you watch his film in college, like he holds the ball. He's looking for the big play. That's why I don't think he's going to start. That's why I think you go Josh Dobbs. But it's not like they don't have anybody because it's an NFL roster. But they definitely seem to have prioritized something different in terms of their offseason approach. And it seems like they're projecting for 2024, where they're going to have a ton of draft capital. So, Well, that's the thing, is not only do they have their pick, which very, very easily could be number one overall based off kind of how they're approaching the season, but they also have Houston's pick. Um, yep. So they could have the top two picks in a loaded draft. And then they're gonna, probably going to trade, I would assume, Kyler Murray for probably two firsts. And then think? all of a sudden you have a roadmap that looks very similar to what Philly did. When was that? When they traded Carson Wentz. So two years ago, three years ago, grew yeah. a lot of draft capital and you're going to be a much better football team in 2024. So yeah, maybe Jonathan Gannon's uh, pregame speeches will be better by then too. Maybe, maybe who knows? I, I was never a big work? guy. I was never a guy who got up or two up or down with a pregame speech from a coach. You never so. just had one that where you looked at a coach and you're like, that was a wacky. Oh, always, dude. Like the coaches, because like you, they got to give a bunch of them. You know, every team meeting, it's like kind of like one of those talks a little bit, especially if they're trying to motivate or whatever. And I always appreciated the coaches where they were like, "You guys are grown men. Like, y'all know what we got to do. Go get dinner." And you're like, "Nice. I like this. Sweet. Is what I. This is what I want." <laughs> and then because it's yeah, it, like like the motivational stuff, like early in the week, I'm like, "Who cares? Like, the, we're not playing till Sunday." So I was always really anti. Wacky bits. Um, I, Fox, I don't remember any of them specifically, but I remember being in a couple of his meetings just being like, what are we talking about? Like, why is this relevant to what we're doing? And people just looking <laughs> around the room just like, what? So, but you know, like, and I, and I, I feel for him because again, you got to do a bunch of them. So, but I, I'm like- But you don't. That's the thing. You don't have- You could just, <laughs> you could just do the meeting. Hey guys, right. we're, uh, we're, here's the game plan. Um, yep. Hope you're. With, hope you're. You came with your uh, very nicely, handsomely paid job, uh, prepared to work today. You don't need a speech to get going. That's actually, thanks for hundred percent right. Hundred percent right. I'm with you. Hundred percent on that. So, yeah, coaches giving weird speeches. Not the first time. Won't be the last. I think it's just knowing. Hey, man, maybe this isn't my my leadership style. <laughs> I and my favorite part about all this is that the Cardinals are the ones that put it out. And it's like yeah. there, it's in their like YouTube, you know, yeah, docu yeah. like y'all have a command center, which uh, or, or not command center, um, yeah, commanders log, yeah. which is great. Um, the team, the team does a fantastic job. Both the the commanders like as a whole, and the team specifically that works on that. Uh, you yeah. would know all the names. So shout out to, yeah. to all those Joe folks. Palace they do it. And Nicholas and everybody. Yeah, yeah they do. It shout great out job. to to everyone who does that. The Cardinals team was like, we look at what we got, and <laughs> the internet was like, oh, <laughs> oh, really? Wow, yeah, cool. Uh, and in related <laughs> news, the yet, Cardinals but... offense, yeah, the Cardinals offense uh, doesn't appear to be that much better, but it's week one, so who knows? We'll see. Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can waste another weekend doing the same old whatever, 
or I can conquer it. I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. Any road. The steeper, the better. Because my all-new Santa Fe is available with H-Track all-wheel drive, so I can hit the trail without a worry in the world. Heck, with three rows and best-in-class rear cargo space, I can pack the whole family in with all our gear. We've got available dual wireless charging for our phones, so we'll never lose touch with civilization, and we won't lose touch with the primordial power of Mother Earth. So which is it? Waste the weekend or do something a little more epic? And conquer it in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey.